Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This got super uncomfortable. No, no, I'm good. But yet, in a weird way, I enjoyed it. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Ah, uh, well, I think being on a short week forces you to to mentally put it aside. Uh, I think the challenges become getting fresh on a short week. Uh, you know, we played, I think, 79 snaps on offense and um, battled down there to get a win. And now, you know, short week, we got to get ready to go out to San Francisco. You know, we, we know the challenge that they present up front. They got a good front seven, probably the best we're going to face all year. And, you know, we it's a playoff game, so we know what we're getting ourselves into. You know, So we just got to go in and try to stay on schedule. And that's running the football, you know, doing what we do. And I think that that to take care of itself. Football. Come on. Football. 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 Yeah. Football. Football. Yes. I want. I want the game to be like tomorrow. Just ready for this, man. I know that wouldn't be advantageous to the players, though, because then they'd only get like two days off. And yeah, you just heard him there talking really about getting right physically. Yeah. On an already short week. Now you want these guys to? Don't you care about these guys as human beings, Mackie? Uh, not really, no. Are they just numbers on a jersey to you? They're just commodities to just me. Just pieces of meat that run out there on the field and risk their lives for your entertainment? Yes, 100%. Okay. All right, Absolutely. just checking. Just yep. checking. And I'm pretty sure I can speak for Judd on that, too. Okay. Well, no, I like Kyle Rudolph. He's a good guy. They're hands and feet, too. I mean, they've, they've got to run. <laughs> they got to catch. they got to throw. slab of meat with no neck but feet. <laughs> they got to think to make the plays. <laughs> Some of those slabs of meat are more mobile than others, uh, but, uh, but I digress. So, all right. Let's just throw this question out to start with. We'll get to the Vikings injury list, which is looks like a full roster, so we'll get to that later on. And write that down, moving to a new day, starting today. Write that down, predictions, at 5 o'clock today. So get them ready. you got one hour. We're welcoming in a new guest listener to make predictions every week with us. And uh, if you want to find out how to get in on that, download the Score North mobile app, and you can register and enter to be a guest predictor on this segment. But regardless of what happens on Saturday against San Francisco. Are you guys already considering this a successful season or no and why? I always gauge that based on what my expectations were to start the season. And I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I had the lowest expectations for this Vikings team on this particular show. If I'm not, I had them going like eight or nine wins and just outside the playoff picture. The fact that you finished with 10 wins and, Really only five losses. I don't count the last Bears loss because they didn't care about it, so why should I? So I got him I got him at a ten and five record 
and already into the NFC divisional round. Yeah, they've they've exceeded my expectations for for what I thought this team was when the season started. My expectations for Kirk Cousins in the offense. I thought the defense would take another step back just because you look at the ages of their their core players on that side of the football and the step back that they took last year. I thought there would be more regression for the defense. So I I thought that this was going to be kind of a rough season. I I didn't think Mike Zimmer or maybe Rick Spielman were going to make it through this season. And honestly, I thought everybody would be pretty much done with Kirk Cousins by now and ready to move on to the next thing despite one year left on the contract. None of that is true. You're 10 and 5. You made it into the playoffs. You won a playoff game. You have a chance to go to the NFC Championship. Regardless of what happens this Saturday, they've exceeded this guy's expectations. So, yeah, I would I would deem it a success. So I'm super, super torn here because I've got the two sides of Judd here. One is the, the guy who, after the Week 2 loss at Green Bay and then after the uh, debacle, Monday night game against those same Packers basically said, Vikings fans, if this team makes the playoffs, be happy, right? So under that version of things for me, I would say, hey, they not only made the playoffs, they won a playoff game. That's pretty good. That then would make this game in San Francisco, let's say if you lose by three points or a touchdown, a success. Here's where I'm torn, though. March 2018. Kirk Cousins was signed here for the specific nature, the purpose of going to a Super Bowl, right? To make a run at a championship. To To get back to where you were in January of 2018 and then and then perhaps with what you consider to be a better quarterback and still a really good defense, exceed that. So I'm really torn here because my latest feeling is that, yes, if they go to the top seed, they're the sixth seed, and they don't get blown out, which I don't think that they will in Santa Clara on Saturday, that then fundamentally makes this year a success. That being said, I'm the same guy who said, who along with, I think you, Phil, and a lot of people in March of 18 said, you just signed a better quarterback. At that point, your defense is thought to be really good. This is this has the makings of a championship move. And under that scenario, if you lose on Saturday, you come up short. So I'm super torn on that question. I'm yeah. super torn. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's it's easy to be black and white with some of this stuff, but I think it's okay to put Super Bowl expectations on this team, even though. They lost a couple games down the stretch and win the division. Super Bowl or bust or Super Bowl expectations? Because for you to say this season is not a success or you're disappointed, that would mean essentially that you're saying Super Bowl or bust. That this so, thing, it was either Super Bowl or failure. Actually, you just put two words. I think you can separate two of those words. You said success and you said disappointment in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. I think you can say, hey, for all the reasons Judd just listed, your goal at the beginning of the season, and your goal two years ago when you moved on from Case Keenum and decided to spend $84 million guaranteed on Kirk Cousins, your goal was to get to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 70s. right? Let's, let's check that box for the first time since the 70s. You got the defense. You got the coach in place that you love. You got a couple great wide receivers. You drafted Dalvin Cook along the way, and you brought in a guy that could hit deep passes and that was going to be an upgrade over Case Keenum for the long haul. And you don't put all those things together in a stew to just be happy with a ten and six regular season record and a and a wild card game. So I think the expectation and 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 in, in defining what success is, I still think even though they were the six seed and not the two seed, and they were they're playing road games instead of home games, I still think you can hold them to go to the Super Bowl. 
go go beat San Francisco on the road, just like you did in 1987. And by the way, I was watching that game in the background today. Thoughts on that? Holy cow. The NFL was amazing in 1987. But... Yeah, CTE, what's that? If they get beat by San Francisco, I will consider this season a failure on many levels compared to their expectations, but I won't necessarily feel wildly disappointed because they were really entertaining for four months and won a road playoff game that they probably shouldn't have. But will you feel disappointed in your mind as far as... Because that's where I'm torn. Like, there was a time that the plan was, hold on a second here. This team went in 2018 to a conference title game, and now they've improved the quarterback position, at least in their minds. So that feeling was this overwhelming this should be a championship-type team. But with where I felt after Week 2, and especially, I guess, where I felt with after the Packer Monday night loss, personally, I'm not sure I can sit here and say, you guys failed. They, see, but, but see, they, this is this is where, like... So personally, how do you feel? This is the nuance of, them, but you. Of, of being a sports fan and watching teams is the Vikings have provided a lot of fun moments this season they provided the first road playoff win in 15 years, which mm-hmm. is something that I don't think you can just dismiss. They dismantled one of the best teams in the NFL in their home stadium. So they've given us a lot of joy this season. But it's been decades since they've gone to the Super Bowl. And they've got all the pieces on paper to win a couple games are in place. and make a run. So it's hard for me to answer the question in, in a black and white form. I think they will have failed to meet their expectations if they don't beat San Francisco and if they don't go to the Super Bowl. They will have failed to meet their expectations. But what about your they've expectations? Al- they've also given me a lot of fun moments. That's what I keep trying to get what at. What about your yeah, expectations? You, you personally. What did how, you expect of this team the, the, when the season started? Um, NFC Championship game. You did? I expected NFC Championship game. Yes. And so beat San Francisco and you will have met my expectations this I season. I don't think I did. By now, I don't think I did. I had him at I 11, I had, time, I had him at 11 and 5 and winning the division. Or at least being right there for the division. I yeah, guess if my hopes were that high. I guess I would say that this season was not a success and I'm and I'm disappointed. I guess my thought was was probable wild card and if you got the, this far by now I was I wouldn't be outraged by it or I wouldn't be oh it, it's a failure. Because I began to think when when you sign Cousins and you turn around in year one of Captain Kirk and go eight, seven, and one. That's where I sort of backed off, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is not what what I expected or thought." So that that probably dumbed down my expectations for this season, and therefore probably why I I backed way off how I felt after the press conference when Cousin signed. Which walking out of TCO Performance Center on that day, Phil was definitely Super Bowl team. I probably backed way off that because. Last year was such a debacle for, for, for what the expectation was. Yeah. And then that last game, you play the Bears. The Bears technically shouldn't care, and you lose that game. So that that's probably why I had reset. I think my expectations in the spring going into the season were 10 wins. I think I put them on 10 wins, which is a nice year, which was a nice year. But man, I but here's the thing too. Like this, in terms of expectations, I, down. I know that they're a touchdown underdog. I haven't looked at what the latest lines are today, but they've most sports books have had them as like a touchdown underdog yep. in San Francisco this week. But I get that San Francisco has been a machine, and at times their defense has looked just like a brick wall. But they've got a first time big moment, 
uh, head coaching situation here? I mean, Kyle Shanahan has been in a lot of big games. This is Kyle Shanahan's first time in a big game like this as a head coach. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Jimmy Garoppolo's first time in a big game like this as a quarterback, and yeah, he's twenty-one and five in the regular season, and he's and he and he spent a lot of time in New England as a backup, and so he's he's seen what winning process looks like. But as, in terms of you're driving the car for the first time, man, and this thing's going to be going eighty miles an hour on the freeway, and you and and you can't crash it. I think there's a lot of little hidden advantages the, for the Vikings. The Saints in this game. game was tougher, right? I can't get past that. The Saints game on paper it should have been in tougher. In New Orleans is a tougher place to play. They were a hotter football team. Yes. And if you ask me, when you look at matchups as far as Vikings strengths versus 49ers weaknesses and 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 vice versa, I think this is a better matchup for the Vikings than they had a week ago. That's how I feel. And actually we had a caller, I forget which caller on the Coffee Club vent line today who brought up a great point that I have not seen yet. And this one is really interesting. The point being, Shanahan comes from, uh, obviously, his father's coaching tree, right? Who else comes from his dad's co- coaching tree? And who else could provide plenty of input on the expectation of what that offense will do on Saturday? Kubiak. Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak. I hadn't really thought about that. It's a great point. Yeah, It's a great point because the expectation in Washington, I, I believe that Shanahan was the OC in Washington for something like four years. The last two years that he was there, the backup quarterback was Kirk Cousins. If you guys recall, for a long time when when Kirk was uh, being franchised by Washington, at that point in time, we all thought, oh, Kirk's finally going to break free and go where? Not here. He's going to go with Shanahan to San Francisco. Then they trade, obviously, make the deal for Garoppolo, which is a smart move. But that stopped Kirk from going with his buddy Kyle, but now Kirk is thriving, basically running a system from the Shanahan offense, which Kubiak knows back and forth. Therefore, it wouldn't be hard for Gary to go to Mike and be like, let me help you out a little bit here. Yeah, That was a really good point. And and this this time of year, you're looking to pick up any little piece of information you possibly can, right? How much time did Marcus Sherrill spend with the Saints? About a month? Yeah, I think he got he got hurt at the end of training camp and then got released. See, that's the type of stuff. So like a I, month of training camp. I'd love to know, did he pick up anything in a, in that month that the Vikings used in that game against... Because like, if you get one little thing, and this is why the Patriots cut corners, right? Because if they can pick up some hand signals on the sidelines, but this is if you can do it in a fair, legal way... Oh, who's or if you about, know something who's, about Shanahan's oh, system. Wait, wait. Yeah, why are we fair worried legal? about fair legal? It's 2020, man. Have yeah. you not seen what's All going right, on? If you, can, out here? if you can cheat, if you can get away with it, is what we're talking about. Patriots, the yeah. Red Sox. You don't need fair and legal. Exactly. 651 646 8255. Are you uh, are you fat and happy off that win against New Orleans? Or I thought you were talking about my lunch. <laughs> You're not fat and happy. It was like a, it was a turkey sandwich. What was for lunch? It was a turkey, turkey sandwich, sandwich on whole wheat bread. Lots of veggies. Try to lose some Lots of veggies. Any sauces? Any mayo? Little honey mustard. Wow. On one side oh, and nice. uh, Chipotle ranch dressing on the other oh, side. Oh, really? Yeah, just a, just a little, just a little, you know, thin thin layer of Chipotle ranch. dressing. Do you make your own Chipotle ranch dressing? No, I bought Hidden Valley Ranch Chipotle ranch dressing. Wow. It's really good. It's right really, really good. Wow, That's find a... it in your uh, in a grocery store. <laughs> find it on the Scornorth mobile app. It's free, free to download for Apple and uh, Android devices. Uh, Ryan in Fargo, what's going on, man? Hey guys, um, I just wanted to say that. As far as the season goes, I think it's a success. I think, I mean, it wasn't pretty how we got here, but the fact that they're, they beat the number, number three seed at home in one of the toughest places to play 
that that was impressive. Now you got to you know go to San Fran, obviously, and do it there. But I do have an analogy for the game, for the Saints game. I think the miracle game was Zimmer's Sergeant Pepper, and the Sunday game was his Abbey Road. That's, but just, I love how you Jack might have to translate that for me. <laughs> I love, you know what? Greatest call of all time right there. Of all there. time, wow. All yeah. time. Do we have anything to give this guy as the greatest caller of all you time? You are the best. <laughs> Is there a trophy or a plaque or something? Wow. <laughs> Robbie probably likes to call just as it's much a, as that's I do. Right? That's a really good call. Ryan, if you, yeah. could, if you could put it into like Bon Jovi uh, late 80s terms for me. Put no, it into Ryan, terms. No, there you go. Don't do that, Ryan. Yeah. Slippery when wet was maybe the... Abbey Road or the oh no, God. no yeah, you can't yeah, do this no, don't you lost stop it already you're ruining a good call stop, stop it pet you're sounds. ruining the greatest call of all time stop it pet sounds that's it okay all right, my bad thanks right, Brian for the call appreciate it man that's uh, Ryan and Fargo all right Joe what what to say for that oh this is easy so Peppers was was what the the most influential album of how long because it had all of these designs and textures it changed everything and layers yeah. that people didn't see coming that's um let's see here let's see here how can I help you I a, love how the Beatles were like controversial like oh my god oh the Beatles were kind con- oh, well not not controversial like, but but they <laughs> they redid things man okay so now, now you've got can you imagine if like Slipknot performed <laughs> in the nineteen sixties you asked me to explain Sorry, okay I will explain. People wanted Elvis's hips off TV at one yeah. point, all right? Now Shakira and J-Lo are the halftime show at the Super Bowl. We're all about the hips now. We okay. want nothing but shaking hips. Hips don't lie. No, they don't. Hunter and Griffin going inside is a day in the life, basically. <laughs> that song and those two. It's a, it, it, And Sendejo at the Nickel Corner. A masterpiece. Sendejo in the Nickel Corner is when I'm 64. Okay. Okay. How I about like this? that? Something I like, like what that. We're doing here. Hmm. They we're losing were... all our listeners under forty, but I like what's going on here. No, you know what? Our listeners go get Sergeant Peppers, <laughs> put that sucker on the turntable, and you you will agree with Sports Dad. Yeah, Phil. Sports Dad. Sports Dad. Yourself. Explaining these musical times. Educate man. yourself, Phil. Yeah. By the way, uh, music analogies for the rest of the show. If you guys want to call in, six five one six four six eight two five five. Greatest call of all time. I love that call. Man, that, wow. The parallels were fantastic. Ryan and Fargo has set the bar really high. Have you guys seen the Vikings injury report that includes yes. twelve players today? I did twelve players. So I'm just going to go through this, and you tell me when 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 you want me to hit the panic button here. All right, I'll have my finger just hit on it, it right away. Okay, twelve we'll just, players. We'll just, we'll just play it throughout the yeah. whole thing. Okay. <laughs> So, Mackenzie Alexander, we know the knee issue and the, the surgery. Uh, Stefan Diggs did not practice yesterday or today due to illness. Jaron Curse with a toe knee situation did yeah. not practice yesterday or today. Not good. Did they, is yesterday, did they actually practice? No, one, so no, this is like if they would there, have practiced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just go with today. Pretend, pretend practice. Linval Joseph was limited with a knee situation. That's been bad for a long time. Dalvin Cook was a full participant with his shoulder sort of collarbone. Conklin has a knee, uh, Josh Klein elbow, uh, Xavier Rhodes uh, ankle shoulder, but he's been practicing. But Adam Thielen popped up today on the injury report, limited, so he was out there with an ankle injury. So you got Stefan Diggs is sick, Adam Thielen has an ankle, they're still down cornerbacks. Well, according uh, to a tweet I saw from our friend Courtney Cronin. Thielen got hurt during practice today. So he didn't get hurt during the game. He got Correct. hurt during practice. Ankle. Yeah, he hurt so his ankle. So he must have turned today. his ankle during practice today, and then I would guess he left. 
My guess. Or is this brilliant gamesmanship by Mike Zimmer? That's what I think is going on here. That's exactly what I think is going. On. I mean, some the the the, the feeling thing, the feeling thing. It sounds like some there is something there to it for him to leave practice and not come back. But yeah, I think this is a uh, an overstated injury list that just makes the 49ers wonder exactly who is injured and how injured are they and what do we have to deal with on Sunday. I mean, is this is this is this what we've been talking about a little bit yesterday today? Yeah, that. You kind of got to pick your poison, right? Dalvin Cook, you can either load the box, stop Dalvin Cook. Maybe this is the Vikings trying to tell the Niners, hey, Stefan Diggs has been sick all week. He's not practicing. Adam Thielen can barely walk. My God, like the guy's ankle is a mess. You can cover these guys one-on-one on the outside. Just why don't you bring the safeties up? Why don't you, uh, why don't you load the box against Dalvin Cook and then bam, Kirk Cousins over the top. Four different times. This is the Vikings, Phil. I mean, that would be genius, but (laughs) I'm concerned until I I see them all out there on Saturday healthy. We've we've seen enough that um, I hate to assume. Yeah, they're not they're not uh, much for subterfuge. I uh, someone someone sent us a link here. Our uh, loyal listener Paul sent us a link to the 1987 NFC playoff game. That was an NFC uh, championship game or divisional round game between the Niners. No, they beat the Niners to get to the championship round. The 87 so playoffs, right? Yep. They beat and then they the lost Saints, to Washington. The Niners, and then played Washington. And uh, so it's it's like a full, as high def as you can get on YouTube in 1987. And it's Joe Theismann with like one of his first years in broadcasting as the color commentator. Okay. If you guys get a chance, click on that link and just watch a chunk of that game. Three amazing things stand out to me. Number one, Jerry Burns looks like he's 90 <laughs> and isn't wearing a headset. He's just wandering up and down the sidelines. <laughs> Like, Jerry Burns is a legend, man. He's a great coordinator and pretty good coach, yeah. Just walking up and down the sidelines. Number two, did were shoulder pads just like 10 times bigger in Aren't the 1980s? Great? Yes. Aren't they Everyone's great? Everyone's shoulder pads are crazy. massive. No, they're massive. They're huge. They're great. I love them. <laughs> it's hilarious. Why did shoulder pads get smaller? Probably because uh, the, the uh, technology improved to be... More yeah, protective by being smaller. I guess, and so they're lighter, easier yeah. to move with. You, you used to wear neck rolls, as Collar t- yeah. talked about. Neck rolls I protected love you. Love a neck, neck roll. It, it, looks, it looks like the these backboard. guys all have like nine pillows on their shoulders yes. and the and the backboard and the and yeah, the neck roll. The jersey is billowing. It's amazing. I know. And then uh, it was also, I, I, I didn't, Judd, you can fill us in because you, you probably watched that season closely, but <laughs> the, the beginning discussion, so the Vikings get the ball and they're driving into Niners territory on their first offensive possession with those great all-white uniforms and the Niners with their classic tan and reds from the 80s. Yep. And Joe Theismann makes note and says, well, Jerry Burns got to be feeling pretty good that he decided to start Wade Wilson in this game. So the Vikings were going into the second round of the playoffs basically like, oh, is it going to be Tommy Kramer? Well, this- is it going to be Wade Wilson? So, we- so Kramer Wade- was the longtime starter. Wade was the better quarterback. Kramer was Burns' guy. Okay. Kramer was a veteran, and I believe that Kramer's first game, Kramer's great comeback as a rookie replacing, I believe, an injured Tart came in 77, and I believe it it was against San Francisco at the Met, all right? So Tommy is 10 years in by that point. Tommy was hurt, I believe, and came back, and so Burnsy started him against the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. Tommy got hurt again, and I don't know if he was playing great at that point. Wilson, who, who had been a starter somewhat by then, but, but was, by that point, Kramer's longtime backup came in and actually was really good and played well. So they basically had 
a quarterback in Kramer who I think Burns, if he had a preference, would start. But the reality was Wade was the better choice to start by then. But yes, it was a different world as far as now, you know. Oh, the Vikings are, are who are they going to start on uh, Saturday? It's hilarious. Are they how how start, common that was, right? Are they going to start Cousins? Yes. Yes. And it was common because even after Tommy Kramer was out of the picture, the Vikings did the same thing with like Rich Gannon and Sean I Salisbury. Saw, I saw, I want to say, my dad took me to the Met to a Monday night football game in 81 between the Raiders and Vikings. And I want to say, even back then, Wilson might have been a rookie that year. He started. So, like, this whole thing of shuffling QBs, I don't know that you would call it commonplace at that time, but compared to now, because now it's just like, you're the backup, yeah. and you're the backup for life. What is, for you guys, and, and for Rami, too, what what is your favorite, if you if you had to take out, like, the current era, so the last 10 years of, of NFL, so, like, 2010 forward, this last decade, that's off the table. What is your favorite decade to watch, to go back and just watch clips from? Probably the 80s. It's probably and and look, I understand what the violence does to these guys, their bodies. Oh, you their started minds, the show. You everything. started yeah, the show. But man, by you know criticizing what? You us, know for, just I, roll with it. I'm, don't don't apologize. <laughs> I'm a human. All right, we've been we've been getting entertained and taking joy in violence since you know Romans were in in the arena fighting lions and stuff. So I don't mind saying that. Watching guys get clotheslined and get their heads ripped off, while I don't want that to happen anymore because we know now what it does to these guys and we've seen the effects of it. Yeah, but back when we were oblivious to it. Super entertaining. Super entertaining, <laughs> man. I saw a uh, an open for, for the NFL on CBS from like da, 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 19, da, da. from like 1987 or something that came across my timeline a couple weeks ago. It's outstanding. It was like a two-and-a-half-minute open Two minutes of the two minutes and 30 seconds are not only penalties in today's NFL. They're crimes. They're crimes that you will be charged for. It's insane. He's it's right. crazy, and it was mad entertaining, man. I don't, I don't mind admitting that. I really the don't NFL mind today that. on CBS. <laughs> yeah, it is basically a tutorial in, in ejections. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's fair. Just a bunch of Jack Tatum hits. Chuck, oh. Remember that Chuck Cecil guy for the Packers? And- Absolutely. Cardinals too, right? That was awesome on Tecmo Super Bowl too. I would say that my favorite probably was um, when I started to watch as a kid in 78 or so. Here's the one thing I loved. And this is not, it's not exactly violence, but I loved the old games played on really not great grass. Dude, I was... Baseball stadiums. I was just going to bring that up. Guys, basically, and, and again... The old school equipment, which is just so oversized and huge, but seeing guys fly through the mud, go back and watch on YouTube. Go go back and watch the 19, oh boy, was it? I believe it was the 1977 NFC title game, Phil. The Mud Bowl at the Coliseum, Vikings, Vikings and Rams. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So even in this 87 game, that's another observation I had. These these white uniforms. On, there's not there's not even that you. many grass fields left in the NFL. No, there's probably what, yeah. They I just know, didn't give a seven. crap back then about <laughs> a field. <laughs> there, that was Candlestick Park. Everyone's man. white uniform is just sloppy after the game's over. We didn't care about their safety. We didn't care about the fields no they boy. played on. Jacked them up. <laughs> I mean, as recently as what, fifteen years ago now? Yeah, eighteen years ago, we we watched a segment with great anticipation. Where they would all yell, he jacked him up. He got jacked up. Yeah. 
That I was a great that. segment. I still too. love that segment. I'm <laughs> sorry. Bring that, the I'm XFL sorry. should bring that back. I still love that segment. <laughs> the XFL should bring that back. I can't and then, remember my name. And then but can't they just like segment. can't they censor the hit or just like blur out the hit as it's happening and still do the jacked up part if they don't want us to see it? What like porn? Yeah. <laughs> just like I a, think I think the '80s was the one decade, the one generation where like. The athletes were what we know as modern athletes today, like these jacked up freaks of nature. And you didn't yet have the rules to make the game safe. Like it was the, it was the perfect storm for the most and most entertaining violence you could possibly have in the sport. Everyone's 25 pounds more muscular because of anabolic steroids. Exactly. Yeah. It was the first generation where we started like figuring out how to get all big and muscly. Yeah. Judge just pulled up the the footage here from the 1977 division playoff round. Rams and Vikings. Why don't we let Fields get that way anymore? Oh my God. I I just want a a Coliseum. I mean, Soldier Field was like that like two seasons ago. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to have fixed it now, but they had some problems there with their turf for like three, four years. I was like, you guys can't figure out. Three or four years. Yeah. I was like, like, you guys can't figure out grass. That's no wonder we can't find a quarterback. You can't figure out grass, much less the evaluation of a head coach or a quarterback. Because your park board ran it. It got worse. Check this one out. Oh, that's great! You t- tweet that out so people who All are right. following us can. Uh, okay, this is great. Can see this. You can you can tweet at us. We follow Twitter throughout the show. By the way, that's at Phil Mackey, they're just playing football in a mud pit there. At Rami is like tweeting fun? at Jay Zilgad and at Score North. And coming up here, write that down. Moving to a new day, we're going to do it on Wednesdays at five o'clock. So in thirty minutes, we make our first predictions on uh, on the Wednesday edition of Write That Down. Plus, when we come back here, a segment blatantly stolen. From us. Oh, no. Blatantly stolen no. Hijacked. from us. No. Can't even believe. Can't even believe. Kind of, actually, feel kind of honored. But uh, we'll play the evidence when we come back here after we talk about Federated Mutual Insurance Company. And uh, just the charitable work that Federated has been going about over the past 15 years. Federated Insurance and the Federated Challenge have raised over $35 million for big brothers and big sisters in Minnesota. Not to mention, Federated is a proud sponsor of U of M Athletics and Turnovers for Kids. And so for every forced turnover by the Gophers defense this past season, and there were a few of them, namely uh, by Antoine Winfield Jr., who just declared for the draft today, Federated... Look at you getting in news. Seriously. Impressive. Federated is all about uh, Antoine Winfield going to the National Football League. They donated $1,000 to Big Brothers Big Sisters for every turnover forced by the Gophers defense. And they bring that same culture of service and community to your business. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Go to federatedinsurance.com to find out more about the industries they protect. Also, proud sponsor, we think proud anyways. I'm going to assume proud of our show. Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard. Uh, what was I listening to on my way into? Actually, I was listening to uh, Ventline Coffee Club on the way in today. And Judd taking joyous calls from Vikings fans all around the country, and that's one of the best things about my brand-new RAV4 XLE. Well, the spaciousness and the size of an SUV is one thing, and the handling and the feel of a Corolla or a Camry, so you get the best combination. But you also get full connectivity to your smartphone with Apple CarPlay and also with the built-in Entune system, and so you can listen to basically any audio app you have on your phone, Score North or uh, the Apple Podcast app for me or Spotify, those pop up on your dashboard, and boom, you are one tap of a button away from any of those things that play audio from your phone. Uh, so I love the cars. I also love the people 
and the service at Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Jonathan here with the Score North download. Score North is all in for Vikings 49ers. Join Mackie and Judd for a special pregame show beginning Saturday at 1 p.m. leading up to kickoff. Plus, Vikings Ventline taking your calls immediately after the game and a three-hour special aftermath show on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Watch the game anywhere. Talk about it here on Score North, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. People who were talking about the game nationally, Nate Burleson on Good Morning Football this morning talking about the non-quarterback player. He's looking to light it up this weekend, saying this about one Vikings receiver. Go with a wide receiver. And I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. I know you're saying, well, Nate, he didn't really have a big game. He had a versus weird game. Huh? He had a weird game. He got a little emotional on the sideline. He wanted the rock, and rightfully so. I want to remind you of the Giants game this year where he had three catches, less than 50 yards, and he also had a weird week where he was basically complaining about the Rock. He went on to follow that with the Eagles game where he put up seven catches, a buck 70, and three touchdowns. They're going to make an effort to get him the ball, and he's going to ball out. Interesting, considering Stefan Diggs hasn't practiced at all this week because he's been sick. Also on the injury report is Adam Thielen. He just popped up today, a limited participant due to an ankle injury he suffered in practice today, according to to Courtney Cronin. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, come hang out with Judd Zolgad and myself on these airwaves and on the Score North app this Saturday. Two and a half hour special pregame edition of Purple Daily starting at one o'clock. And then, of course, taking your phone calls late into the night if needed. After this one's over, Vikings and 49ers. Watch the game anywhere. Talk about it here on Score North. So um, we had Mike Greenberg on our show yet. That was super fun, right? Greeny was great. Would you guys yeah, agree? No, oh, fantastic. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. He'll hey. be on next week again, right? Well, That's he said, said, yeah. He said he'll come on he next said, week. Let's do this again next he week. He said he's going to keep picking against the Vikings. He is the kiss of death. And if the Vikings do beat the 49ers, he will come on again next week. And uh, it was a good conversation yesterday. Really, really good conversation. I enjoyed it. In fact, we even we even... Looped him into one of our favorite segments. Reckless speculation yeah. has just become part of our DNA here on the Mackie and Job with Rami show. We just uh, just what we do. Reckless speculation. We can't get enough of it. So we're going to play you two clips here. All right. The first clip is just uh, taking you back to yesterday's show, and it's just the fun that we had with Mike Greenberg and speculating about things around the NFL. Yeah, you asked him about where he thinks Tom Brady should play. Yeah. This is part of what he said. And then we're going to play a clip illustrating how much he loved joining our show yesterday, apparently. Look, there are a lot of fun places he could go. But if I were a soon-to-be 43-year-old quarterback, the only consideration I would have at this point is where can I go that I have the best chance to win? And it might sound ridiculous, but if you look at the places that might be interested in a quarterback, you know, if you look at the place that, that he might have a real chance to win, I think might be Tampa. Um, I was just on the radio with the guys in Tampa an hour ago, and they kind of sold me on this. Wow. You know, they have a bunch of really good receivers. they got a good running back. they got a bunch of young players. They have, a, a, I think, a bad division. Uh, I think Atlanta won a, a few games late. Otherwise, they were going to rebuild completely, and they probably should. Um, I think New Orleans' last best chance. Uh, during this kind of run, you, your, your Vikings took away from them. Um, you know, the, the Panthers are starting over again with a new coach and everything. So I think that that's a winnable division. Um, and I, I think that 
um, a stage in his life. The weather, I think, would be good for him. I don't think he needs to be playing in, you know, nine degrees with a lot of wind. So I think that he would have a chance to win games there. Everyone is pointing to the Chargers, and there are a lot of obvious reasons why that makes sense. Um, so that's another one that I would keep an eye on. And then you never know what surprise he may pull. Um, but to go back to the beginning of it all, if I were in his shoes, the only thing I'd be taking into consideration is where do I have the best chance to win? And honestly, my feeling is, for him, the best chance to win next year would be back in New England. Reckless speculation. Right, we need to welcome Greeny to the club. That, yeah, was, that, was, that was a masterclass in speculation. That he's, was part, he's part of the oh, brand yeah. now. That, yeah, oh, absolutely. And so we're going to do something here now, of which we are not proud. <laughs> uh, but it is a new segment. We're going to call this Reckless Speculation because everyone's doing it and it's too much fun not to take part in. And that is, let's just speculate about places that Brady might go should he choose to leave New England. And the first one is the one everyone has been talking about. How much sense do you think it makes for Tom Brady to go to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think it makes a ton of sense. And like we continue off. our reckless speculation here with where Tom Brady <laughs> might go. Off. How about Completely the Dolphins? To start with you, Graziano. That was from Get Up this morning on ESPN. Completely ripped us off. You know what we are? Even on the same topic. <laughs> you know what we on are? On the same topic of Tom Brady. We are we are a little band that Greeny ducked in to watch, but he's in a big band. And he w- watched our show, and he's like, I sort of like those lyrics. Yeah. I think I'm going to borrow them. This happens to comedians. I was, this is a stand-up this, comedian this thing. This happens to comedians. I was actually just listening to, to Dana Carvey a few weeks ago on the Howard Stern Show. Yep. And he was talking about how Robin Williams, unknowingly, because sometimes you just see stuff, you forget you saw it, and then it's in your subconscious. Next thing you know, yep. you're on stage performing it. Robin Williams kind of stole the church lady bit. And was doing it in some of his stand-up, and it was driving Dana Carvey crazy because Robin Williams was already Robin Williams, so you can't go up to him and be like, dude, you're stealing my bit. But he said, I became infatuated with getting that on TV because whoever gets it on TV first, it's theirs. They own it, regardless of the origin. That's just how it works. Greeny just took our bit to TV. And how do you guys feel about it? I'm a little bit conflicted. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little conflicted here today. I'm, I'm actually, delighted. I feel I honored. It. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I'm I love little, it. I'm a little conflicted. You know what? Get it out there. Reckless speculation. And just to be clear, Jonathan, can you play the first one again? Because I just want to make it clear. Because some people might be saying, "Well, why don't?" Maybe they've been doing it for a long time. No, listen to the clip. Yeah. Look, there are a lot of fun places. No, 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 no. Sorry. The uh, his first clip from oh. Get Up. And so we're going to do something here now, of which we are not proud. Uh, but it is a new segment. We're going to call this reckless speculation because everyone's doing it. It's too much fun not to take. And then you know what he. And then you know what he did. All due respect, Mike Greenberg. I hope you're on the show next week. You know what this guy did after that? Remember, he told us that his his theory about Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. Yeah. What it, it was an idea that he had on the Tampa station that he did a hit with. No, they told him that. before he came on with us. Yeah, they they gave him, they gave the, him idea. the idea. He does our bit of reckless speculation. Yep, and then throws out the Tom Brady to Tampa thing, which he got from a Tampa station. But in fairness, the whole thing he did credit. He credited the t- he, oh, he credited the credit Tampa station. station. Okay, but all right. he threw out the Rams first it, on the television. Does side. Greeny just do the radio round so he can go on Get Up and do what we do? Genius That's brilliant. And I gotta admit, I love it. Doesn't bother me one bit. Really? Good for him. No conflict whatsoever. Zero. Nah. 
Zero. I mean, next to... Jonathan, you too. I'm like, the only one here. And like, what's he, it. like, what's he going to say? I was on a radio station in yes. Minneapolis. Saying, I don't know. Yes. Okay, okay. I like it. So or, you're... or tell us. Like, when when I watched... I watched anybody else watch Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri. A one, few episodes it's here. one of my favorite yeah. shows. It's, well, Guy Fieri has restaurants all over the country. Yeah. And if a chef makes something that he really, really likes, he'll just say right to their face... Hey, man, just letting you know, I'm going to steal this from my restaurants. This is going to be on my menu. He at least tells them, Greeny could have said to us, I love this bit. I'm going to do it tomorrow on Get Up. He could have done that, and I've been cool. Or even, like, if he would have said, hey, like this morning, we're going to introduce a new segment, hat tip to my guys in Minneapolis or whatever, would that have made you feel better? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Not totally better? I'm actually... Not totally better. The more I think about it... Doesn't bother me. I am actually 100% okay with him blatantly ripping it off, and then me just, like, happening to catch it on TV. See, now you guys are painting me to be the egotistical Here's what's impressive, though. Sensitive, egotistical diva. Speculation. Here's what's impressive, though. So so he must have gone into the production meeting that these guys have, right? Mm-hmm. Probably early, early, early and been like, I was on the station and they did this bit called Reckless Speculation. You think he gave us credit in the meeting? Or and the production people... Well, TV, TV, you don't just break that out. Well, you probably... You, like, I think you mentioned it, and they're like, oh, that's really, right, uh, but that you, sounds good. But do you think he gave us credit behind the scenes to the producers, or he do you prob- think he just said, I woke up this morning and thought... I had a great <laughs> guys, I had this great I idea. Bet he gave us credit. I bet he gave us credit behind the scenes. I mean, I don't really care, but I bet he did. At least I didn't steal the sounder. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be great. Actually, let's uh, let's reenact this uh, as if they had stolen the sounder too. Okay? Jonathan, you play that. You play that second clip, the first clip from when he introduces the segment. And, I'll- and so we're going to do something here now of which we are not proud, uh, but it is a new segment. We're going to call this reckless speculation because everyone's doing it and it's too much fun not to take part in. Speculation. And that is, let's just speculate about places that Brady might go should he. The best, the best part, the best part is if they did steal it, and M- Manny, Manny gets rich, gets to be, be the voice Manny gets of hired ESPN. As the voice of ESPN. I mean, he's got the pipes to do it. Manny could I mean, be the he voice is on vacation ESPN. this week, and he's got the pipes. Wait a second, is it a coincidence that Manny is on vacation for a couple days here, mm-hmm. disappears, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. out in Bristol or New York City? Reckless speculation. All I'm saying is, what if he's got a high rise in Manhattan that he just put a bid down on? Yeah. Manny Hill. Amazing. Living what if he had a sleepover at Mike Greenberg's house <laughs> before he got the job, a la Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy? Yeah. So, Greeny's house? Probably big enough. Probably pretty nice. Last yeah. thing on this, because you are a stand up comedian, yes. Robbie Macklaw. Yes. <laughs> Let's say you're uh, you're doing uh, you're doing a small club somewhere, or even maybe you're uh, maybe you're doing an open mic night at Acme or something. Sure. And there's a there's a huge act in town, and they just want to swing over, and they're not going to get. They just want to kind of observe things, and maybe they're testing out some material to open mic to. Mm-hmm. And um, let's say it's Jim Gaffigan. All right, all right, it's just some big headliner national guy comes in and is observing you. You know that he's in the room, and then you watch his next Netflix special, and it's like three minutes verbatim of something Dude, I'm that irate. you tested. Up. I'm irate, furious. Like you wouldn't even be able. <laughs> It would be off the scales anger if if that happened. Absolutely. Now I've had I've had jokes that other without ever seeing me, I see famous comedians go on TV and do, and they're similar to what I'm thinking. And in that case, I'm kind of flattered because I'm like, okay, I must be I must be on the right track here if I'm having if I'm writing a similar joke or the same joke as fill in the blank. You know what I mean? But if somebody saw me. 
went and did my joke and made a whole bunch of money doing it? No, man, that's that's my product. That's my commodity. When I write a joke and craft it and hone it and get it to the point where I think it's ready for paid audiences, that's a commodity and a product that I put speculation and sweat into making. And now somebody's just going to take that without all that time and effort and sweat and go make money on it? Okay, my new goal is to go snipe a couple of Rami right. stand-up bits and then send them out to major stand-up so there's gotta be there's got to be a comedian or two, though, that if that happened, you might be PO'd, but you'd also be like, oh, my gosh, If they just this flat person, out stole it? No, man. There's nobody? If Conan no. O'Brien yeah. took a joke of yours, you wouldn't be, like, even a little bit honored by it? No, not if not if I knew it was just really? stolen. Actually, because now who who how much of your act is yours? That's what it would make me wonder. And how much of it is you just going around watching people who have worked on their craft and and come up with these jokes? All right, you're should, a fraud. Should we be honored that Greeny stole reckless speculation and brought it to get up this morning? Should we be honored, or should we be a little bit ticked I'm, off? Six five one six four six eight two five five. I'm conflicted. I'm okay I see it. what you guys are saying about feeling honored. I'm honored. I get it. Honored completely, but also conflicted a little bit. Not conflicted. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Not conflicted. I think it's great. I'm literally like I'm waking up this morning. I fl- I flip on the TV. And it's like the first thing out of the gate. My phone it's beeps at like 7:38. I'm like, who the heck is texting me? Amazing. Sitting there eating breakfast, and way, all of a sudden I'm watching video of them doing reckless speculation. It's great. Uh, you mentioned Conan O'Brien telling a joke that I told. Remember uh, when Randall Simon hit hit the sausage? He was a player the for woman. the Pirates. Yeah, I was he in hit the sausage. the sausage with the bat yeah. in the sausage race at Miller Park. And I said, um, this is the most headlines somebody's going to get for beating a sausage since Pee Wee Herman in that theater. (laughs) (laughs) And that night, I told that joke, and that night, Coder O'Brien said almost the same exact joke. But that was like, he he and I both, or whoever wrote it, just both pulled that out of the air. And that's one of those moments where I was like, oh man, that's that's pretty cool. Like, I'm on the same track as somebody who's made it in this business. That is a cool experience, but somebody seeing your act and stealing your act is a whole different thing. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of into it. Kind I'm, of into it. I'm thrilled. 651-646-8255. Should we be into it, or should, or do you take Rami's side on this? Real quick, too. Tom Brady sent out this Instagram post. Hold on. I don't know if this is a joke or not. CP Rick just tweeted in, ESPN Sports Center just let off their show with a reckless speculation segment. What? Reckless speculation. I don't, I don't know. If he, I don't know if he's telling the it's truth or not. No, Sports Center isn't on it's yet. It's not is on it? yet. I, I think it's a joke. Okay. I don't know. Sports Center's always on. What do you mean Sports Center's yeah, not on, on yet? Somewhere that's true. Flip <laughs> through and find out. Just go, go to one of the eight somewhere. ESPN channels and see if it's on. Did they actually, Rick? If you're listening, did, did they actually use reckless speculation? And it's not on the main right now, so it, the only thing it would be on is... I love how Judd instantly knows like yeah, every corridor and corner of the ESPN afternoon schedule. Yeah, I mean, we used to do the morning that show. That was my life. <laughs> Come home and watch. Pardon uh, the interruption. All right, Mike in Minneapolis, you're on with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. You guys should be calling a lawyer right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I would be so mad. I, I don't even like that show. And to make the fact that they stole it. And I love your guys' show, by the way. Thank you. And the fact that they stole it. Oh, my God. Sue ESPN right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks so for Mike, the call. So Mike I think we would have had to copyright the phrase, though, I don't know if I'm going that well, but far. Wait, wait, wait. I don't think, because we've never trademarked reckless speculation. No, but I think. We don't own it. I don't know if I'm, now I'm not a lawyer. I know that would shock some of you. But I think with creative property, if it's on record as something that you've done, it's nope. it's automatically copyrighted. It's automatically trademarked as yours. Lawyers, call us right now. I think that's the I case. I need to know. So even though we are the ESPN Radio affiliate in the Twin Cities, you're saying, bleep it. Let's file a lawsuit. Let's get let's get litigious and see what happens. I didn't go as far as file a lawsuit. I didn't go that Who, far. Who's going to bankroll? I said, I said this I'm lawsuit, conflicted. I, I don't know. I'm not not me. That's who's got the sure. money to bankroll this thing for us? I'll well, do endorsements for for an entertainment lawyer. <laughs> Jim in Lakeville, you're on the show. Rami's all over this, guys. This is called intellectual property, and if you don't protect it, you're silly. I mean, this this is your bit for Greeny to steal it. You got to call him out on it next week. Okay, but what are we going to get from Greeny for this? I think we get a little bit of well, that sweet Greeny contract that he got when he went to get yeah, up. Don't if we? I don't get part of the six mil, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you, ought to, you ought to at least get a mention on the show. But that leads to a question: Why are you watching that? Because that's the worst show. I, I love the show. You know, I, didn't, I don't I didn't, want to stop. Watching I didn't like show. it at the beginning, but what I did say about it is, it takes time for like when you're taking when you're taking on a project that big, and that's a big project. It takes time to find your footing and find yourself as a show. And I, I gave it a chance. I, I, didn't, I can't say I stuck with it. I stopped watching for a while, came back, and it is it, it is a hundred times better than it was when they first started. Totally agree, uh, Jim. Thank you well, for the for the. Oh, by the way, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I would say, I guess next time I have a day off, I'll spend some time and watch it. But uh, yeah, seriously, intellectual property—if you don't guard it, nobody else will. I'd at least get it. At least get him to give you credit for it. All right, Jim. Thank you. Thank you so much. It sounds like a like a curbed <laughs> episode at this point. I don't know, it's, pro- it's intellectual property. Two calls are saying this should be a lawsuit. Like I wasn't even going that far, but now I'm starting to think. Like they sound like they know what they're talking about. That's a scary thing. Maybe, dude. This is this is our intellectual inter- our intellectual reckless speculation. I don't know, guys, I don't know. It's come a long way from the day where I started. The days where Patrick I started would say conflicted. Now I'm just, stop with that crap. But here's how. Here's another way to view it. Okay. Uh huh. You uh you come out with a hit song that reaches a certain level. Like it's a it's an it's we're an indie band yeah. and it's a song that becomes sort of a cult like popular, okay? And then another band comes along and decides, I'm gonna sample this or I'm gonna put my own spin on it. Sam and Smith. I'm gonna You know. I suppose in that case, like you could you could probably sue for that. Too. Yes, you can sue. <laughs> I think so. But that's a copy that. but that song is copyrighted. My point is these are two arbitrary words that we put together in a bit. Do we own the right to it? Boy, I, I, know. I like. I, I think I, we should lawyer up and find I went, out. Yeah, I went, well, again, I went to if copywriting pay, school, but not uh, not pre law. If you want to pay the money to get said lawyer, then don't we have lawyers on 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 uh, what should we call that? What do you call that? On retainer staff? or on staff? Uh, on retainer. On don't, retainer? We have, don't we have lawyers on retainer here at Hubbard Broadcasting? We have lawyers. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. They're to, probably uh, right upstairs. Let's go to JD here. You want me to go up there and talk to him? March right now? up there right now. You want me to go up right now and talk to him? It's four fifty-two. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> JD, you're on the show. Yeah. So a few years ago, uh, I do a lot of uh, local work for ESPN when they come to town. 
So I'm walking around the field with the producer for a Gopher football game. And remember, this is a few years ago. I said, I don't know why they don't put little cameras in, in the pylons. That would be such an easy thing to do. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Every next year, they Shut run up. everywhere. <laughs> well, you said that to a producer I, of, like, of the college football broadcast? Of a college football, yeah, a local, you know, of a, they flew in for, like, the 330 game or something. But I think it's more along the lines of, like, I'm sure somebody else was thinking of that. But it's just fun to, you know, say, oh, yeah, I thought of that. That producer went right back to corporate and is like, I got an idea. You'll never believe. I met this guy, uh, JTJR. I don't even know. Whatever his name is, JD. If he brought it up the ladder, it was his idea all along the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, fine work. Reckless speculation. Thanks for the call, JD. Appreciate it. All right. So so we've got two votes for sue their asses off and. One guy called in to say, this happened to me, too. They ripped me off, too, <laughs> is what we just found out. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I'm just excited. I'm more... I am, too. I think, I just I think this really means cool. we've really made okay, it, Okay, here's gentlemen. the real question. Really we have a couple it. minutes here before we have to break, right? Yeah, write that down. It's coming up. Do we bring this up to Greeny when he joins us oh, next absolutely. week? If he joins yeah. us next 100%. week. Do we confront him about this? Yes. Do, I mean, I, do I be nice about it, or do I bring the fire that I brought to this segment right now? It's not confrontation. It's just um, a conversation. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think you feel it out. All right. Feel out the vibe. All right. He's, he he plays along pretty well too. He does. Well, he'd probably flat out tell us he stole it. Like there's, it's not like he's gonna, gonna say, <laughs> "You guys don't have that right." I've been thinking about um, <laughs> reckless speculation we, for a long he, time. Like I said, if he had told us, I'm gonna borrow that, or if he had given us credit on the show, I'm sitting here with no problem at all today. The fact neither of those things happened. Here's my honest guess. The fact neither of those things happened. Eh. My honest guess guess is this: he's got all of these. Appearances booked, right? Like he's going to go on in Tampa. He's going to go on in Minneapolis. He's probably going to go on in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. The guy makes six mil. He gets up at what time to, to do his show? I don't even want to imagine what time you have to get up to do that show. He probably thinks to himself, okay, I'll go on those stations. I'll be good because he was great with us. But if I get something, Winston to Tampa, a phrase, I'm using it. That's probably, and I'm not being sarcastic. I bet you he's like, I'll do those things. I'll be engaged. I'll be a really good sport. But if I get an idea, I'm ripping it off. Because give, I'll give Greeny credit for this. A lot of guys will do those tours or go through the They're car wash, awful. as we say, and are terrible. They're just going through the motions. Desmond Howard with Mackey. Just bad. Desmond was great the with second us, time. But, but when it was you. just me like six years ago, he was very confrontational. <laughs> was very Matthew Collar and I, a few months ago, oh, I'm not going to name names. We had a guest on uh, Purple Daily. That uh, neither of us were satisfied with when we hung up and went to break. Uh, that same guest was a weekly guest on Roycey and Mackey <laughs> about 10 years ago. My sources are telling me that guest might work ESPN. No, I'm not doing my doogie. <laughs> Gentlemen, write that down predictions when we come back. The first Wednesday edition of Write That Down. Are you ready? No. Clean slate. I forgot oh, it was on Wednesday. I'm not ready at all. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm ready, not prepared at all. I'm ready, but the move is throwing me. I'll write three things okay. down during the break. All right. Yeah. Well... Uh, you think you have a couple minutes to think on this here, and actually, if you're if you're out there and you're you got some time to think, maybe you should think about your retirement. That's what you should think about because a lot of the decisions you make, whether you're 25, 40, 50, doesn't really matter whether you're young or older uh, and further along. Well, we get we got a forty, a thirty four, and a fifty, 50 here. I'm, yeah, I'm a fifty, and Jonathan's like what thirty two, something like that. I mean, if you're in that window. 
You want someone standing by your side that can help guide you and make sure that uh, you're not losing money later on. That you're not going to run out of money. Maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're worried about not taking advantage of uh, potential uh, tax loopholes. Well, Dale Tondrick is here to help craft a retirement playbook for you. Tondrick Wealth Management understands all of the ins and outs of saving money the financial environment, and uh, they'll literally design a playbook designated specifically for you so you can take advantage of things you might encounter and prepare you for those things you don't expect. Tondrick Wealth Management can be reached at 952-401-1671. That's 952-401-1671 or myinvestingcoach.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write that down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. All right, and uh, Jonathan has submitted that we all stand up and give him a standing ovation every episode of Write That Down. Wow. Throughout the entire 2020 calendar oh, I'm not year, doing based that. on no, no, it was yeah, a 50 point average. That's, that's a 50 a fl- point difference. That's a guys, flawed so. win, man. I'm giving you the win, but because <laughs> of our stupidity, I'll get it for you one of these days. Still knocking ice off my wheel wells. <laughs> I would follow him to his car after the show. Oh, oh just quickly, there's, con- get that bet. there's controversy here. We just got a tweet, which is this person did a. Uh, Google search for the term reckless speculation. Lebetard has used this in the past, he says. Wait, Lebetard has used reckless speculation? CP, CP Rick just tweeted, not joking. Did Google search for reckless speculation? What year? And Dan, he spells it wrong, but he means Lebetard, <laughs> has used this in the past. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Can you Google it? Like, I'd like to get to the bottom of this, because I was assuming this was a total nod. How long has ESPN been stealing from us? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really that's Jonathan brings up a great point. Amazing. Well, reckless speculation. To the bottom of this to Reddit see if it was before us. This. Yeah. Whoa. What's that? There's an entire Reddit thread about this. About reckless speculation. And Dan Lebitard. Okay. Uh, you do some research, Jonathan, because we have to get to write that down. Predictions. I don't know how Reddit works. It's I really not that don't. Difficult. Man, it's pretty. I don't understand it. It's the whole well, thing. You are older, so I don't even get it. Like, I don't even go to what, it. Like, what the purpose of it is? Yeah. I'm with you. I don't get I, it. I don't do anything with it. What are you kids doing on Reddit? I'm Twitter only, boys. I'm Twitter only, okay? Write this down. Instagram confuses me. You're not on the gram. <laughs> not on the gram. Snapchat? You on the snappy snaps? No. No? I've always contested Judd would be great on the gram. Well, somebody help me. <laughs> okay, I, Seth, if you're listening, I fall, please set I've Judd up on Instagram and I can't tomorrow. log on. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. I don't know what I'm doing, okay? I'm lucky I'm on Twitter. I thank God every day. If Seth is listening, please set Judd up on Instagram tomorrow. All right, gentlemen, this is Write That Down, and we're going to do something here just to set the scene for 2020. I've got some highlighted predictions still on the board, and then uh, Alex is our guest listener predictor, and that's what we're going to do every week. We have... And I believe all the spots are taken up through April right now. But if you want to be a guest, write that down predictor. If you're a listener out there and you want to join our segment either on the phone or in studio, you can get in on the action by downloading the Score North app and by uh, registering for your chance to uh, win this great opportunity or this uh, life-changing in a bad way opportunity, depending on how you look at it. 
So here are some of the highlighted predictions still on the board, and I want your thoughts on how you feel about your predictions here. Okay, Judd, you predicted that P.J. Fleck, who, by the way, will join our show tomorrow. I just got an email during the commercial break. P.J. Fleck will join the show tomorrow. P.J. Fleck will be the head coach of the New York Jets in 2020 at some point. <laughs> I'm well, going to leave that on the board because, you know, I like think you Adam have, Gaze could go bonkers in the next couple of weeks. And <laughs> I think you have fired. to. I believe that was, if I'm not mistaken, that came in the home run prediction segment. Yes. Just to clear things up. So yes, I did. didn't go yeah. completely nuts there. It was a forced home run. It was a forced home run. Yep. yep. I don't feel good about it, but I'm fine. You know. Uh, Jonathan, this was, I don't think this was a forced home run. I think this no, is this just was your week. swing. You said Kevin Stefanski will be the Vikings head coach by February. I was a little confident about that going into last week's game and then coming out of last week's game. I'm not confident about that at all. It's still on the board. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's not going to happen. Now, Rami, you predicted at one point that the XFL won't last two full seasons, but then all those new rules came out. They still won't last two full seasons. (laughs) (laughs) They just came up with a bunch of new rules for the NFL to see how they work so they can adopt them when the XFL inevitably flops. I think it'll last two seasons at least, don't you guys? I think so, too. I said it won't last more than two seasons, right? So that means that it could make it two full seasons and there will never be a third, right? Uh, The prediction as stands... In the documentation okay. is the XFL won't last two full seasons. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'll stick with my original prediction. Okay. Yeah, you don't and get I a choice. I mean, that. that's what's written yeah, down in this. That's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, but you'd like to redo it? I mean, I can just make a different prediction. <laughs> That'll get me back those points. Learning how to play some, the game. Now you're under some good that right, did you in exactly. 2019, Rami. Hey, you know, I thought I had a pretty impressive rookie showing, to be quite honest with you. It was pretty good. It's rookie pretty good. of the year. Rami, you also predicted at one point that your friend would not join a boating club by mm-hmm. the end of next summer. Yes. Uh, can you just explain what that is again? He, my friend, who is not at all somebody who would be in a boating club, I'll just I'll just phrase it that way. My friend is not the dude you'd find in a boating club. Was texting our group that he's joining a boat that he's he's he wants to get into boating and join a boating club. And I told him on the text thread, dude, you're not joining a boating club. And I brought the prediction on the air to write that down, that he is indeed Roland Haran. You are not joining a boating club <laughs> so this year or ever in your life. Yeah, so that's uh, that's on the board there yeah. for, for Rami Makhlouf. And then uh, one of them for me that's still on the board, I said Andrew Luck or Tom Brady will play for the Vikings at some point. Open-ended. At some point, yeah. we didn't. We didn't we Does didn't that have to be a professional football game, or can they like represent the Vikings no, in like a football game. game? We didn't pin you down on that, like to give wow. us a well, year. You I just mean, said at some point. At some point, I mean, if Tom Brady retires, then well, right? Andrew Luck is retired. Technically, that's what I'm so. saying. Yeah. So when when do we count Andrew Luck out? When he dies, Rami. <laughs> <laughs> when he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> All right, and I, I stand by that, that prediction. That one's fine to me. I'll stand okay. by that prediction. It can, st- it can stay out there. <laughs> Seriously, that's fine. All right. All right. Accountability session. Let's start with the listeners, okay? And there's still a bunch of listener predictions on the board from last year, and all of us have a bunch on the board from last year, but we were taking Twitter submissions from listeners last year, so there's a bunch of those still on here. Nate M. had a parlay. He said the Twins will not win a playoff series, and the Gopher football would win more games than the Vikings this year, including bowl game and playoffs. And that's where his parlay goes awry. He also had the Wild and the Wolves combining to win less than 69 games. And the winner of the Super Bowl will be a team that has not won a Super Bowl in at least the last 15 years. But parlay gone awry. Woodbury Larry was our guest listener predictor last week, and he said the Vikings will give up no fewer than 40 points to the Saints in that playoff game. They gave up half that to the Saints. Judd, you had nothing come off the board. 
the uh, guests had nothing come off the board in terms of like the Patrick Royces and the Matthew Collars of the world. Manny said Mike Zimmer will be the next head coach of the Cowboys and that Kevin Stefanski would take his place as Vikings head coach. He also said the Vikings will use the pick they receive from the Cowboys. This is a parlay. Uh, all part of the same parlay. The Vikings will use the pick they receive from the Cowboys in the trade of Mike Zimmer to get Tua. So, so those things won't happen. Uh, but Manny did say, and 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 I didn't hear the segment today, Rami, but Manny predicted Derek Wetmore would give the big Lebowski a positive review, and it sounds like yeah. he did. Yes. I was Derek goes to the movies? I was there for it. Okay. He definitely did. So Derek, uh, Derek, uh, underdog uh, to see a movie and then underdog to like a movie. <laughs> Hard not to like that movie. Uh, accountability session for myself. I said Teddy Bridgewater would start a playoff game in 2019. Can we stop for one second? <laughs> Ronnie Co- totally missed that. What? I didn't catch it. The Big Lebowski. What about eh. it? Eh. What? Jonathan Harrison. Eh. What? Not, not a, a fan. fan of it. Sorry, just not. What? How? I'm just not. I, 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 I don't. You don't like fu- smart and funny? You're out on, I do. You're I just out don't on get smart the appeal and funny. Of it. Maybe it's just overhyped to me. I don't know. I just Ridiculous. didn't find it as funny who, as people who, thought it was. Who are these people that we work with? It's a good movie. I'm I'm not not where Jonathan is, but I think some people. I'm not put, saying it's a bad people, movie. I just some people find it. need to pump the brakes on the Big Lebowski. It's a great movie. movie. That's it's a, what it's I'm a good movie. No, it's a great movie. It's a really good. No, movie. No, 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 no. It's a pretty no. good movie. No, it's great. Judd, no. great. Pump the it's a great movie. I think it's a fantastic. John Goodman's movie. performance. Yeah. In, 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 it's amazing. got performances that make it's it so good. It's a, it's, a, it's a very good performance. The writing by John in Goodman. it. Oh my god. Oh, I can't even talk to you. People. It's not one of the five best movies from the era. What? Yeah. <laughs> from the era? From the era? I thought yeah. you were going to say of all time. I was like, all right, maybe you're oh, yeah. probably from right. The era. From the era? Yeah, it's it's a good movie. <laughs> Psycho, Gone with the Wind, Lebowski. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gone with the Wind, overrated. Okay. Vastly overrated. Are you you waiting for, like, Irma to call in? No, I'm just just saying, God with the Wind is super overrated. (laughs) Let me tell you something, Michael. I was there for the opening of God with the Wind, and I was the greatest movie ever. I love how you just delivered an anti-Gun with the Wind take and looked at us like, come fight me. Well, yeah, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know if this guy is saying that the Big Lebowski wasn't good. You're over here. You've never seen a Star Wars. I don't know who I'm working with. You could be Gone with the Wind, people. I can't wait to watch Star Wars and then come back and give you all the reasons why it's probably overrated. But we'll. Uh, oh, if you watch the first one, you ain't coming back with a positive review. <laughs> 1977. Uh, like it? No, he wouldn't. Amazing. Uh, no, he back to the accountability session. Sorry. I uh, I, I predicted that Manny would pass Rami in batting average at some point last year. Uh, but I did say that Rami would not win the batting title. Oops, sorry, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there was that. All right, Rami, we'll get to you here. You said uh, Theo Epstein would be president of the Cubs in 2020. And, and either Joe Madden or, so you're on the right track, mm-hmm. or Joe Girardi yeah, would be the manager. Uh, you had all those things. And then, I know. Uh, you predicted that, I, I think this was in your first Write That Down session last year, that you would take Judd's Write That Down batting title mm-hmm. in 2019. <laughs> And then, and then late in the year, you made a bunch of bearish predictions that made no sense. Yeah, we already went through those. Sabotaged. Thank you. We, already, we already did that. I just don't understand. We already talked about this. Why you bunted all the time. 
And you said the Vikings would score at least 30 points on Sunday and lose to the Saints. Neither of those things happened. Thank Mr. you. Negative. Mm-hmm. Mr. Negative. I like how you get defensive while he's giving out what, what we got wrong. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, a, Phil. You know, since the Greenberg segment, it's I'm just in a defensive mood all around. It's part of the, you know. First, Greenberg is ripping our segments. Jonathan is is, is, is ripping the big Lebowski. I didn't rip Mackie, it. Mackie's over here saying it's okay. It's No, it's good. It's I'm, good. I'm just, I'm I'm on my toes, all right? I'm ready for a he fight. He also tried at Star Wars. Uh, yeah. what? He's not a Star Wars fan. I can't blame him for that. He didn't say he's not a Star Wars fan. He just says he hasn't I've seen I've never it. seen, I don't know yeah. if I'm a Star Wars fan. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Watch the first I, one. How would I know a, if I'm a fan? You won't be a fan. Uh, now, there's, now there's like 14 of them. Uh, Jonathan, you yeah. predicted that Kirk Cousins yeah. would throw for more yards than Drew Brees on Sunday. Yeah. Wow. And he did those things. So here are the current batting averages. And by the way, a couple of those predictions were from the 2019 season. So uh, they will impact that batting race, which was won by 40 points by Jonathan Harrison. <laughs> so Jonathan's batting 1,000 to start the season. Manny and myself are batting 500. Everybody else is hitless. And the other category that we will keep track of this year are home runs. So we have batting averages and home runs. Those are the two races that we're going for here. And write that down, gentlemen. Write this down. And we're going to welcome in guest listener predictor Alex on the hotline. Alex, what's going on, man? Are you ready for this? What's up, guys? Yeah, I was sad that I was locked out of your Big Lebowski debate. but Oh, I mean, no, fire away. Yeah, go ahead. Give your take. Tell them how great no, it is, I was Alex. Say, it's, a, it's a great movie. I would just say that it is a thing where... If you uh, if it, if a movie's overhyped, it's hard to live up to that hype. So I could see why someone would say that, but it's a great movie. I mean, it's it's it, the the late nineties, like ninety eight, ninety nine. There's a ton of amazing movies. It's probably fringe top ten in that era of movies. I'll give it, it's a good movie. I'm going to meet you in the parking lot after the show. <laughs> it just keeps dropping down lower and lower. How to lose a guy in ten days? Yeah, he's doing this here purpose. we go. The wrong, he the wrong rom coms. No, he's he's serious. Straight he's to hell. This man, your, how to save Phil a guy in loves ten days? Rom coms. Yeah, I'm aware. Okay, way more than Lebowski. <laughs> I'm well aware of his. Love I just want you guys to know that lose a guy in 10 my days. wife, when we got married a week and a half ago, my wife weaved how to lose a guy in ten days into her vows. I just want you all to know that. Okay. Do you want to go through these vows now? I'm very curious. At what some was... point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things Mackie down. Mackie's vows were just PJ Flex speeches <laughs> copied and pasted together. Men! <laughs> do not be afraid to be a legend today! <laughs> oh, here's the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Three predictions each. We're going to start with Alex and then go to Judd, Jonathan, uh, Manny is out today, so back to Rami, over to me. Alex, we'll start with you. Give your first prediction. All of these must be quantifiable, okay? We must be able to determine an outcome Which with is these predictions. The case you. It, is the, it is the Carl Anthony Towns is the man rule that we have put into play. So, Alex, okay. go ahead, man. Cool. Well, well, everyone's scared of San Francisco, and everybody's worried because Thielen got maybe hurt at practice today. But you know what? This is Kyle Shanahan's first playoff game as a head coach. Uh, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa, Frank, uh, uh, Fred, Frank, Fred Warner, and George Kittle. All those guys' first playoff game. So I'm going to go ahead and do a parlay here. Oh, wow. Minnesota is going to go into San Francisco and win. And then next week is going to go into Lambeau and win by at least eight points. Whoa! Whoa. Write this down. Whoa! Oh, my oh, the Super Bowl. Oh, the stakes just got up. Wow. By the way, wow. so, wait, so you're that's doing – so that's it for the parlay, right? We're going Vikings win and then they yeah. win and then they win by at least eight at Lambeau. Ooh. And you know yeah. if they win that game at Lambeau by seven, you have lost this parlay. 
I'm going to be very sad. But chicks dig the long ball, so let's go for <laughs> that it. That is true. <laughs> Write this down. All right. I love it. Alex, coming out swinging. Baby. I am rewriting right now. I am redoing my first one because it was oh, the way... The bar has been raised? Was, yeah. We have a, wow. rewrite, you, a wow. rewrite. You can't have Alex come into my house in here and one-up me. Well, I guess you can. Um, I'm sorry, sports dad. I'm it's trying, okay. I'm trying to make you proud. It's so you are. I'm very proud. <laughs> Dalvin Cook will score a touchdown, and Anthony Barr will have at least one sack as the Vikings beat the 49ers on Saturday. Okay. All right. I like where you're going. Uh, Write this down. Wait. Write that down. All right. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember at that. At least yeah. one sack. Okay. Over to Jonathan Harrison. Finishing typing that one quick. Uh. He hasn't done it since October, but Dalvin Cook will run for 100 yards against the 49ers in a win this this Saturday. Sounds like you just sniped one from Ron. That's going to be my very first prediction. I'll just do what I just did. I will just tack on to Write this down. 100 yards and at least one touchdown for Dalvin Cook Sunday in Santa Clara. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the stakes are stakes are. High. We, by the way, we got a, we got a couple angry emails about the outcome of the 2019 write that down season. Can you read those? One things? person that criticized my ability to do math as a content director, <laughs> which, by the way, was not in the dr- Why, job. Why was description. your math off? Well, he said anyone would have known how easy it is to pick college football bowl games straight up, and anyone should have known that if you add 30 easy at bats to someone's write that down slate, that their average would be. Boosted quite heavily. Okay. Okay, so we didn't dive into that. I mean, that's on all of us, yeah. We just let that one slip. There's five people, five other people in the room, so. All right, write this down. Since we're going big. Write this down. All right. The Vikings defense will hold the San Francisco 49ers to 17 points or fewer in this game on Saturday. The Vikings defense will will play better from a points-allowed standpoint against San Francisco than they did against the New Orleans Saints. Write this down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back to Alex. All right. Well, I thought about bunting, but we don't do that. So I'm going to go with a three, uh, three-part parlay here. Um, <laughs> Love it. So, so the Twins will not sign Josh Donaldson. But they will trade Alex Kirilov before the deadline and will advance to the ALCS this year. Wow. wow. So before the July 31st deadline, just to Correct. be clear, trade Correct. deadline. Okay, okay. Wow. So Alex coming in throwing fastballs high and tight. Just play. This is what's going to happen. I'm, so the, I'm proud. The listeners were leading all year last year with, with our old like Twitter submission system. But now what's going to happen is everyone's going to get on, and Alex is showing it right now, and they're going to want to swing for the home run yeah. record. So I bet you listeners win the home run Race. They can win like the a, home run race. I'm going for batting title. All right. Write this down. Just write it down. Me. You like writing things down. Really? Make me come over. Thanks, Rod. Crew, appreciate that. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo will throw at least two interceptions on Saturday for the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo will be picked off twice, at least twice, on Saturday. Jonathan, write this down. Write that down. All right, Jimmy G. Going to panic in his first. Big postseason game. First ever postseason game. Jonathan? Uh, despite not practicing so far for the first th- two days of the week, Stefan Diggs will account for two touchdowns on Saturday. Ooh. What's his illness, by the way? Do we know? No. Nope. The sick. It's the flu? Sick it's like, the third, the, it's like the third time. Yeah. Sick and tired sick of not the getting the ball. <laughs> sick of Write being, this down. You're being targeted zero times in the first Write time. it down. You like writing things down. All right, over to Rami. 100 yards receiving for Stefan Diggs on Saturday. At least one catch of over 20 yards. Okay, so 100 you, yards receiving and at least one catch of 20 yards or more. So you've got Diggs for a hundo. you got Dalvin Cook for a hundo. Are you hedging or do you think no, no, the Vikings I, I are going to do something big I think the here. Vikings are going to do something big. Wow. 
I'm more and more leaning that way. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. And I agree with you. Write this down. Kirk Cousins will connect on at least two passes of 40 yards or more on Saturday. Kirk Cousins will connect on at least two passes of 40 yards or more. Now, I'm not saying air yardage. If he dumps one off to Dalvin Cook and Dalvin runs for 40 yards, I'm taking that as part of my uh, prediction. But the deep ball will be in play against the 49ers. Write that down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Back to Alex. All right, guys. Well, 45 years ago, uh, the Vikings went into Super Bowl Nine against the Kansas City Chiefs as heavy favorites and did not win that game. But write this down. This year, the Vikings will go in to the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs as underdogs and avenge that Super Bowl nine loss with a Super Bowl. Write it down. You like writing things down. Wow. Wow. Alex, congratulations for all of those swings. Well done, sir. Alex is not messing around. Big time, man. I might miss, but I'm swinging hard, so let's go. Back to Judd. Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer will both get multi-year contract extensions after this season. Wow, there we are. So I'm going to take my my Zim is done. I think I said that last week, and I'm going to uh, hedge it and <laughs> and throw Spielman in. Spielman and Zimmer both getting multi-year contract extensions after the season. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Jonathan, your final prediction of the week. Batting champion, Jonathan. All right, Alex's first swing kind of took one of mine, so I've had to reconfigure it a little bit. Vikings beat the 49ers, they'll go into Lambeau, and they'll win that game. Aaron Rodgers will throw at least two interceptions in that game. Wow! Holy cow! Interesting. You guys are just... Write this down! Write it down! You like writing things down! This is the second time you've had the Aaron Rodgers two interception thing, so what's... I was close the first you know, time. So you, you know that that guy like never throws picks. He threw one to Anthony Harris. So. Yeah. Anthony Harris picks off all the great quarterbacks. Well, he made, so. it, the prediction's done, man. And that would be a home run, and every one of Alex's would be a home yeah. run. So make note of that, too. All right, Rami, your last prediction. Jonathan and I very much on the same wavelength this week. He had a Cook prediction. I had a Cook prediction. He had a Diggs prediction. I have a Diggs prediction. I'm not going quite as far as he is, but my final prediction was going to be Vikings win Sunday or Saturday, Packers lose Sunday. Parlay. little parlay for you. Two-team parlay. Vikings win Packers lose, Vikings, Seahawks, NFC Championship. If the Packers, if if the Vikings win this game, because the Vikings get to lead off this weekend, if the Vikings win this game, I am actively rooting for the Packers. I would love a Vikings-Packers NFC Championship game. It would be so much fun. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Like, the Seahawks, all right, that's great. But if it's Vikings-Packers-Lambeau Field. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. That's never happened, right? They've only faced each other, like, twice in the playoffs. Yeah. And and it's been early rounds. It's like the wild card, isn't it? And then 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, final prediction here. Yeah. Write it down. You like writing things down. And uh, I'm going to steal one from what's on our TV right now, our TCL TV. Stephen A. Smith, write this down. Reckless speculation. Will do a selfie video on his social media account, somewhere on his Twitter or Instagram account, uh-huh. making fun of or criticizing whoever the Browns hire as their head coach. <laughs> we're going we're to get a Stephen A. Smith selfie video on Twitter, Instagram, wherever he wants to post it laughing at or making fun of or denigrating in some way the Cleveland Browns head coaching hire. Don't know who it's going to be. Why do you Steve say that? Gonna trash Where did you get it. that one from? I just think it's because the, okay. the, the, the Browns have gone into this thing and they have said, he hey, we're right. going to do the search right this time around, um, but they whiffed on Mike McCarthy. Like, Josh McDaniels isn't going to go there, is he? Does he want to deal with Baker Mayfield? Tom Brady's not going to go play there. His wife's not going to allow that, so... 
Steve Nash Smith's going to make fun of the Cleveland Browns. All right. And that's it. Alex. Write this down. Good showing by you, man. Thanks for joining us on Write That Down. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I actually, I was going to say, I live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I work in Illinois. So you guys are like my escape here. I work till six usually, so I can't call in too much. But uh, thanks for having me. And, and you guys, I've been listening to the show for a long time. So. Uh, you guys are awesome, and thanks for having me. Awesome, man. My parents Alex. live in Kenosha. If you see the guy with a thick Arab accent, that's my dad. Say hi. He's the one. He's the one with the thick Arab right. accent in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'll keep, I'll keep an eye out for him. I think he meant that in a... <laughs> how, how do you think he meant it, Phil? I'll be reporting him, is what he meant. I'll alert the authorities. <laughs> oh my god it's amazing alright that is uh, that's write that down we are the only sports talk show in the country that keeps track of all of our predictions and holds each other accountable with batting averages throughout the season if Greeny starts tomorrow's show with I got an idea <laughs> let's write some stuff down write things down <laughs> then each other accountable then I'll be as mad as Rami is that's over alright Mackie and Judd with Rami score north and the score north app will wrap with Royce shortly oh let's keep talking about some of my favorite places like Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard. I'm a professional radio host. <laughs> Here to tell you about the best car dealership and service department in the Twin Cities. I love when Jonathan in the background in my ear goes, Luther, you. <laughs> so the two things I love best about Luther Brookdale Toyota are the cars and the people. The cars are durable. The cars have state-of-the-art technology and safety features great gas mileage, and the people are some of the most friendly and knowledgeable in the industry. And uh, and some of the people that are still working at Luther Brookdale Toyota today are people that my friends, uh, my family have been, has been friends with since the 1980s and the in the early 1990s. They've just taken care of us, and they will take care of you in the same way. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. You're listening to Mackie and Judd with Rami, where you'll always get 25 straight minutes of Mackie and Judd with Rami twice an hour. When do we eat? On Score North and scorenorth.com. Jonathan here with the Score North download. Hit those New Year's goals by bidding on new workout equipment for up to 70% off with the Score North weekly auction. Currently up for bid as an Inspire Fitness CB1 Airbike and an Inspire Fitness Premium Home Gym Package. Bidding ends this evening at 6 p.m. Visit scorenorth.com keyword auction to place your bid. Kyle Rudolph talking to the media today. Today, talking about having to come down from that emotional high of winning that key game in New Orleans this weekend, and then the short turnaround to having a game on Saturday, saying, uh, "Well, I think being on a short week forces you to to mentally put it aside. Uh, I think the challenges become getting fresh on a short week. Uh, you know, we played I think 79 snaps on offense and um, battled down there to get a win, and now you know, short week, we got to get ready to go out to San Francisco." Destination Winter St. Paul featuring the Wells Fargo Winter Skate and the Securian Financial Superslide is open now through February 22nd at CHS Field in St. Paul. The Wells Fargo Winter Skate opens daily at 11 a.m. and the Securian Financial Superslide opens Thursday through Sunday. For more information, visit scorenorth.com, keyword winter. That's been your Score North download. Now back to the final segment of the day of Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thank you, Jonathan Harrison. We'll wrap with Royce here in just a little bit. Vikings injury report. Um, Adam Thielen with an ankle, he was limited, and Stefan Diggs is sick. So you can find all kinds of written coverage at scorenorth.com about this Vikings-Niners game. We're going to send Collar to Santa Clara, and you'll be able to hear him 
on Purple Daily, Santa Clara version on Friday, and also Judd and I all weekend long, pretty much. Two and a half hour pregame show starting at one o'clock, and then uh, postgame Vikings Ventline taking your calls into the night, and then a Sunday aftermath block from 9 a.m. until noon right here on Score North. Gentlemen, Tom Brady posted this to Instagram today. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of long and rambling, but he said, I just wanted to say to all of our fans, thank you in all caps. After a few days of reflection, I'm so grateful and humbled by the unconditional support you have shown me in the past couple of decades. Uh, In both life and football, failure is inevitable. You don't always win. You can, however, learn from that failure, pick yourself up with great enthusiasm, and place yourself in the arena again And that's right where you will find me because I know I still have more to prove. A guy who's been to, what, nine Super Bowls and has won won six six of them? them? Five or six, whatever it is. more to prove, yeah. He's got a lot to prove still. He also married a supermodel. (laughs) (laughs) Who's richer than him. (laughs) What's left to prove, dude? But you know what? His diet stinks. It's so boring. I'd rather be no, me. But he, he looks no like rings. he's 23. Good for him. He's 42. He's he's Benjamin Button. Yeah. He looks younger now than he did 10 I feel years like Tom ago. Tom Brady lives to make, at least me, but really most men just feel bad about themselves. Like, he just has everything that every man wants, and it's not you enough for him. He yeah. wants more. You're, yeah, I have more to prove. You know what? What? Eat crappy. Age poorly and then die. <laughs> that's the process. I'm content with my life. Yeah, that's the process. Eat crappy, <laughs> age poorly, <laughs> right now, and then you drop. Yeah, like you're not supposed to be Benjamin Button. You should knit like, that onto a pillow. Like Brad Pitt's ridiculous. <laughs> Tom Brady's ridiculous. Are you people really happy? You're not living a life. Like you're gonna die and you're gonna be like, I missed a lot, didn't I? No kidding. Not to mention, <laughs> that's the next Score North shirt, by the way. What's that? Eat poorly. Age poorly and then eat crappy, crappy, age crappy poorly and, and die. die. Yeah, Denzel gets rules of living life right <laughs> that's there. That's a score no shirt. But like, here's the thing about so this is where I I try to do my best, but I'm mostly on the judge <laughs> side of things here. If there's a plate of wings in front of me, I'm gonna oh, eat it. I, right? I think you guys know the same about me. I think I've made that crystal clear. Sure. I'm not eating avocado ice cream when I go home yeah. tonight. And here's Salted the thing. Caramel. And the jokes on the jokes on Tom Brady and Brad Pitt. And I don't mean to be cryptic here, but like Brad Pitt is. I think he's 60 years old now. No way. Mid, Google Brad Pitt. Mid-50s. I just thought he's like 55. Is he? Yeah. Look it up real quick. He's not I 60. bet he's close. I bet he's like sniffing 60. He is 56 years old. Okay. I hate good But he looks dudes. like he's 25. Yep. And Tom Brady, same way. Yep. Either one of those guys could could get hit by a bus or get pancreatic cancer tomorrow. Wow. And when, and then when you're when you're laying there in the hospital, aren't yep. you thinking, man, I wish I I've had never had a burger. chili I've never had a chili dog no, before. I don't think so. Really? Have you seen Brad Pitt's roster? <laughs> you think he's thinking about a chili dog? Yes. Oh, yeah. The dude left Jennifer Aniston for for Angelina Jolie. Like, what? No, he's not worried about a chili dog. No. Okay. I, I'm with Phil on this. No, I, I think you're right, Phil. You're, you're on to... Because in life, you always want what you didn't have. And, okay, that's great. He's done great for himself. But couldn't he have done Brad Pitt as... A twenty in his twenties, right, and thirties could have absolutely gone through that roster. But at some point in time, don't you have to be like, okay, I'm starting to age now. I'm just gonna have fun. But he's not. Brad Pitt is not. No, aging. I know, but I'd want to age. I'd want to age. No, I want to eat poorly. I want to find a person I love 
not just bounce around. Well, eventually, yeah, you do want that. And then eventually you die. This is why I give a lot of credit to Val Kilmer, you know? Oh, <laughs> now this is another story. Val Kilmer... Val Kilmer basically <laughs> ate kale throughout the 90s and played Batman yep. and had ripped abs yep. and was one of the most famous male actors yep. and been best looking guys. And he decided sometime in the last 15 he's like, years, he's like, I'm good. Bleep it. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm guessing Val Kilmer's roster might not be Brad Pitt's roster, but I mean, I think Val Kilmer can not probably. Not just the roster, but like the accomplishments. Like Brad Pitt has done everything Brad Pitt probably ever wanted to do. Probably more. He's probably done more than he could have Is ever Brad Pitt dreamed happy? of. Yes. Is Brad Pitt's really happy, I think so. genuinely Brad Pitt, happy? Brad Pitt comes off to me as a super happy, content dude. Absolutely. I don't know. I think Brad Pitt think sits down with his kale and his avocado ice cream and probably like something rolled up and, and something brown in a glass and reflects on what a great life he's lived just about every night of his life. At uh, least I would if I was Brad Pitt. Yeah, to look like that, I'm not sure how, how much you can actually enjoy things from a glass that are bad for you. I don't know, man. Yeah, what's his what's his what's his nightcap even? Like what's Tom Brady's nightcap? Soda water with a lime? Yo, Brady, I'm gonna really splurge tonight. Yeah, I'm going nuts. But um it's I busy. I, I noticed that Judd I, I hadn't thought about Tom uh, Brady in this life. Brad Pitt uh quit drinking. He goes to AA meetings, so Oh. I'm probably wrong about that. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Good lifestyle choice just, for him. I just Googled Brad Pitt alcohol. And that's what came up. But if you guys could choose for Tom Brady, would you like to see, just from your own entertainment standpoint, would you like to see him just be done? Would you like to see him go back to the Patriots? Or would you like to see him play for another team? Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. Brett Favre played for the Jets and the Vikings. If I thought that he had the Favre age 40 year in him, I would say come back. But the Zolgad rules are very specific. And the odds from what we saw from Brady... This year indicate he probably does not. So, my, but he, well, he wasn't throwing to anybody. I don't know if we know that. Yeah, for sure. but he didn't look very. But my point being is, my rules call for him to quit playing football. Like <laughs> it's got the potential to be really sad. Now, now, am I intrigued by the potential train wreck, train wreck aspect? Absolutely. Okay, so I got to be honest with you. If he goes and plays for the Broncos and gets an, annihilated. I'm gonna have fun watching it. Okay, but but that being said, my rules all call for him to walk. I think I found the comparison here. Okay, if you're talking about, would you rather live a fairly long life in which you only eat kale and you know you just live a really regimented, mostly boring life, or would you rather just be like 30 to 40 years blaze of glory and then whatever happens happens? Would you rather be Patrick Ricey? <laughs> would you know? Would you would you rather be Tom Brady slash Brad Pitt, where you just you know you're just very regimented, but you look like you're 20 still, or uh, I don't know, like a Chris Farley, but something might happen when you're 40 <laughs> and end it all. Doing drugs. Yeah, I I think I'd rather be with Giselle and uh, be 42 and uh, and uh, you know. <laughs> And have the discipline to work out like that crazy man does to basically invented his own uh, products, right, for uh, staying in shape. So I, I still think that even though he isn't what he used to be, he's had a good life so far, Brady. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah I would endorse Brady. But then, you know, I know, I told you guys, I recently had a physical. The, uh, the uh, results were fantastic, absolutely great. Proving that if you take a walk once a month and drink 10 Diet Cokes a day, you too could have a healthy life. <laughs> is that what it takes? Is that the Roycey right. plan? A walk drink once a month and 10 Diet, Diet Cokes. 
drink more Diet Coke. In fact, I'm enjoying one right now as we speak. Do you drink any water? Yeah, oh yeah, I got, uh, I got, uh, I, I try to slip in a couple a day. Yep, one, one, <laughs> late, one, one after the two, one after the two morning uh, pick me up diet coke. One, well, as soon as I, right when I grab the newspaper, I have a diet coke, and then I have another one after that, and then I'll drink myself a nice water in the middle of the morning. Wait, you start yeah. your day with diet, not coffee, but diet coke? Just drink coffee. No. I don't drink coffee. I don't want that caffeine, man. <laughs> I don't want that hot caffeine. I like cold caffeine. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's the way it works. A little nippy up there today, huh? Not bad. That's again. right. You're reporting live from Fort Myers yeah, what you right got now. Down there, yeah. Pat. We got this every day again. Cool. What, what's the weather uh, like in 60s? Fort Myers, Pat? Ah, uh, you know what? It's getting a little. It's a little coolish in the evenings, but it was beautiful in the middle of the afternoon today. That's that's for sure. But. Uh, I don't know. I spent all day uh, wrestling with uh, new uh, wireless here. The, the whole complex is putting in the new wireless, and uh, uh, we received uh, numerous promises of how wonderful it was, and then everybody left, and now it doesn't work. So that's a, that's a whoever thought that I could live long enough for that to be my number one problem. Wireless. <laughs> hey, Pat, so have, have you, you cut the cord both both here and down there, or just here? No, no, down here the complex uh, just has is, is, uh, switched to a new uh, operation, but they they slap it on your uh, on your association fee, so you uh, you basically have to take it. So something called Hotwire, and they're off to a poor start to me. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's good. So what's any uh, so uh, you know when I, I see Thielen not practicing and Diggs not. Uh, practicing, you know what I see? I see Herbie Brooks losing to the Russia by uh, ten to one uh, a, a week before the start of the Lake Placid tournament. I, I think we're rope doping them, don't you? That's exactly what we started the show with, Pat. This no, is that's a, what you said. No, that's what I think. Yeah, I know. I think I think this it's, is a brilliant subterfuge plan. Yes, yes, I do. And you know what is interesting is. How much our boys want to play slow, isn't it? It's it's really interesting watching that game. I remember, like in the middle of the third quarter, I remember saying, "Hey, they're doing they're playing nice and slow. They're taking the clock down to five seconds. Uh, you know, them plan A, man. And let them run as few plays as possible. And if you can, if you can take a long time with the ball, then." Uh, you know that's what they did, and uh, of course, making six yards and first down on runs has a lot to do with that. But uh, it was uh, we have, we've talked this year, you know, how good Cousins was a couple of times in hurry up, but slow down is even better when they can slow down. That's for sure. Yeah. So what is what is your they read on this do one? Do you, again. do you if if you had to put your uh, your Fort Myers condo on the line here, are you going Vikings or are you going Niners? Straight up, not no spread. <laughs> Somebody can take it off my hands. I don't have to make a bet on it. That's for sure. But anyway, uh, the uh, I, I, you know, I'm not. If they can get some pressure on them, if they do some funny, funky stuff and uh, figure out a way to uh, put pressure on uh, Garoppolo, they'll be fine. I really do think Garoppolo is a uh, is a little is is uh, fairly easy to rattle. 
but uh, don't let him get off to a good start. If you can, if you can get that look in his eye, just like Cousins gets in his or Breeze had on uh, Sunday, then he can win the game. I, I like Garoppolo as an athlete, but he's given. Who was uh, beyond Ponder? Who did we hate for having happy feet? Who who did we hate for having Judd through the years? Who have we hated? Wade for Wilson happy feet? had him at one Wade, point. Wade, yeah, people got we, mad at we Wade. Wade had, we thought Wade had happy feet. Yeah. Well, Garoppolo's got happy feet. I, I really think he does. So uh, if they could put some pressure on him, uh, I think all things are possible. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see Seattle beat the Packers either. Would you? No, they not at all. And as beat up as they are, they got the best player in the league. They're the second best player in the league. Russell, he can do amazing things. So, yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. I kind of got the feeling, as, as good as they looked uh, Sunday, that all things are possible here until they get to the Super Bowl. One for the thumb. That's my motto. Let's go here. What, another another let's, Super Bowl loss? Another Super Bowl loss. We've been waiting forever to lose this fifth Super Bowl. Come on, one for the thumb, Lamar Jackson. Let's get down there and get humiliated. Come on, let's go. They, they get there and Zim gets a statue. They get to a Super Bowl, there'll be a statue of Zim outside U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, if, they, if they get to a Super Bowl with and the they patch, lose... With the patch on his eye or not? Does he get, does he get the fire? Does he give the patch on his eye or not? Let's have oh, a yeah, Zim dude. statue. It'll be detachable. The, let's have a, put it on, take it off. Pirate. Let's do it with the pirate. Come I like on. it. Pat, if they, if they get to a Super Bowl and lose... How uh, how would we feel here? I feel like there'd be. I mean, getting I think to a Super Bowl will would be, be huge. As, this would be one of the remembered. As, this is would be one of the great runs in history. How many the Packers did it? How many uh, wild? How many Giants. wild card teams? Three uh, road games. One the Giants. The one that beat the Patriots was that a. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, the they, they for sure in 07. They might. The Giants well, might have done it in eleven three, too. Twice, yeah. Three. Yeah. The unbeaten, the one that beat the unbeaten team, was that that, that was a wild card team? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Giants? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't happened. Rami, I heard you a couple weeks ago, uh, I think it was you, talking about the record, the records of one and two seeds in the NFL. I mean, in the, in the NFC particularly. Uh, no, I, the, the, I think, I don't have it in front of me, but I think the stat, and I think I read it to Judd, of 10 win, six seeds. Since 2013, yeah. and in wild card games was six and two since 2013. Yeah, but then, but then when they played the one and two seeds, they all got beat. What I'm saying is the one and oh, two seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL, NFC has been, have been kicking ass. So, uh, uh, but I don't know how many of those six seeds that won looked as impressive as the Vikings did Sunday. So, uh, I mean, I was, I was, uh, you know me, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, occasionally I've been accused of being a cynic. But uh, no. I, there was nothing to be there was nothing to be cynical about that effort. That was an ass kicking. Yeah, you and know, Pat, I said today, I said today that was a harder place to play. That was a better football team and a worse matchup. When you look at what the Vikings do well versus the Saints and what the Vikings do well versus the Forty ers After that, I'm going Kevin Garnett and saying anything is possible. Well, yeah, but I like the Forty ers defense much better than the. Uh, I, I like the the, the, the chance. I like the 49ers' chance of putting pressure on Cousins more, more than I did the Saints. I, I, I thought the Saints were, you know, I certainly thought they were explosive and everything, but, uh, as I, you know, after watching them in the middle of the season a couple, three times, I wasn't that dazzled by them. I thought they were beatable. I, I think San Francisco is a tougher, uh, tougher challenge. 
Hey, Pat, we, before we maybe, let you go. Maybe better coach. Maybe better coach, too. Hey, Pat, before we let you go, we want to play yes. a clip for you here. So we had okay. we have Mike Greenberg, Greeny from ESPN, on our show yesterday. And uh, he engaged. What's Greeny doing now? Well, What's Greeny doing now? Well, it, it, that, it, we'll answer your question here in the soundbite. <laughs> So Greeny, okay. so Greeny comes on and he engages in a little fun speculation with us, and so we hit him with our, our, our favorite sounder, reckless speculation. And we all kind of joked about how much fun it was that he was recklessly speculating on Tom Brady, etc. And we all had a good laugh, and then we said goodbye. And uh, this morning on Get Up, the show that Greeny hosts on ESPN, this happened. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do something here now of which we are not proud. Uh, but it is a new segment. We're going to call this Reckless Speculation because everyone's doing it and it's too much fun not to take part in. And that is, let's just speculate about places that Brady might go. Rami's really mad. Rami is He's a thief. Didn't that guy on the morning show and uh, that's on the other sports station in town steal your Packer hotline too? Did, uh, did that guy? No, I think that was I think that, that was the the uh, the guy in the early afternoon slot. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, the early afternoon. Well, no, no, no. That's all really, really original material. With that guy. <laughs> <laughs> all ori- never been repeated. Never. never been repeated. Not once. You know, we have you. Anybody heard the Monday night? Uh, Sports Talk uh, podcast lately. Yeah, well, uh, we have a we have a bit now. Every time I tell a story, here's another off repeated Patrick Rice <laughs> <Yeah>. story. <laughs> oh, well, man. that's uh, yeah. Really, he's just stolen with no credit given. Huh? None whatsoever. Can we sue? Pat. That's the question. We're told we can, but we're, we don't know. We're feeling litigious. I said we should go upstairs oh, and talk to the, the lawyers. Other, uh, doesn't the outfit you're suing have to be doing well? I don't know. Is it just I think you know they are. Green's pulling in six oh. mil a year, Pat. <laughs> oh, I know he is. But is Get Up or Get Out or whatever the name of it is? Get Out. <laughs> get Out. Get Out was a spooky movie. Uh, get great up, movie. I guess. Yeah, if you blended That's the two, you'd have a great show. Too. Great I think movie. it is. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Greeny is the... Maybe Greedy is possessed. Who knows? Maybe that's the deal. All right, Pat. Enjoy Florida, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, enjoy the weather. See ya. All right, Jim. All right, that is uh, wrapping with Royce here. I'm Mackie and Jeff. We should at least explore what legal ground we stand on here, guys. That's intellectual property. That's what we were told. If there's a lawyer out there, let's you. uh, We have lawyers in the building. I just want for the show five hundred grand. Okay, that's all I want. We'll split that up. I feel like. no, let's 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 take it to the uh, we'll take it to the guys upstairs. All right, Nike and Joe the Rami. See ya. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to two hundred dollars off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry! This limited time offer ends December twenty fifth. Visit onePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.